Welcome to Late Night Murder. We're your hosts. I'm Nicole. And I'm her husband, Chase. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about the murder of Kaylee Ann Sawyer and the crazy whirlwind of events that happened to capture her killer in Bend, Oregon. trigger warning in today's episode there is mention of sexual assault as well as kidnapping and murder if any of this is triggering to you please be advised Uh, we do try to give warnings right before it happens but we want to let you know that it is included in this episode what are we talking about today babe what's the what's what's the deal what are we talking about something horrific no doubt so we're gonna go to 2016 and we're going to go to Bend, Oregon. That is smack dab in the middle of Oregon. Since I figured you didn't know where that was. No, I, I looked it up. Know. I don't know where that is. <laughs> so it's in the smack dab of Oregon. Okay. Okay. And we're going to talk about Kaylee Ann Sawyer. Uh, she is a 23-year-old college student attending Central Oregon Community College in Bend, Oregon. She was a dental assistant at Aubrey Dental Group. Okay. She was just your typical blonde-haired, smiling girl. Like, this is what she looked like. Isn't she pretty? Oh, yeah. She is really pretty. You can tell she, like, really just loves life and is a happy person. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm sure nothing good is going to happen. I'm sure that's not going to be great. Okay, so we're going to go to Saturday, July 23rd, 2016. Okay. So it's Saturday night, and Kaylee has been looking forward to a bachelorette party for one of her friends in downtown Bend. And so she goes. They enjoy dinner at a restaurant down there, and they're just kind of having a good time. And then a little past midnight, uh, Kaylee calls her boyfriend Cameron Reimhofer. I probably said that wrong. But she calls him and says, hey, I'm ready. Will you come pick me up? And just waits for him to get there at a restaurant with her friends. All right. And then when Cameron gets there, he picks her up. And then they head back to the apartment that they were sharing off campus together. Okay. So they have they been together a a while? Yeah. It it seemed like they had been together for a couple years at least. Okay. So they had a pretty good relationship. Like they knew each other's parents, things like that. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to jump to conclusions here. So. I know. Stop trying to figure <laughs> stuff out. I'll tell you, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, so on the way back, as they were driving back to the apartment, they did get into an argument. Um, and when they got to the apartment, Cameron went inside, but Kaylee stayed in the car. And I guess this is what they did when they fought, like uh Kaylee just liked to have some time for herself to like cool off and then they'd talk about the fight afterwards. All right, okay. Um, so Cameron didn't think anything of this. He sat in the apartment for like 10 minutes and just got ready for bed or whatever he was doing. It had been about 10 minutes and he realized that Kaylee hadn't come inside yet. Well, 10 minutes isn't a very long time. No, it's like, yeah, it's really not. Especially if you've been fighting. I don't feel like you'd 10 minutes, a long time. Yeah. You don't cool off in 10 minutes, but (laughs) she still hadn't come back inside. So then Cameron went outside to check on her and just be like hey are you still cooling off do you want to come in that sort of thing um and kaylee wasn't there anymore okay was the car there yeah the car is there she's not in the car kaylee is not in the car kaylee is not around the car cameron cannot see kaylee 
Okay. Um, so can't, it's 2016, so they have cell phones. Is the car running? No, he had turned the car off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he had turned the car off. Kaylee, like they had talked and Kaylee had said, I'm going to sit in the car for a little bit. All right. Um, so yes, when he goes out there, Kaylee's not there anymore. Cameron cannot see Kaylee. Okay. So he's texting her and he's calling her and he's like, Hey, where are you? Where did you go? Uh, come back to the apartment. We'll talk about this. We don't even have to talk all of this. And he's calling her and he's texting her and she's responding. She's like, no, I'm not like, Oh, she is responding. She is responding. Okay. It's not what she thought. Was <laughs> no, it? No, it no, I don't think, <laughs> um, I, 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 I think I just think the worst. I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> this isn't a, a podcast where things turn out great. You know? Yeah. They, I this don't is, think so. This is not a rainbow podcast, but, uh, yeah, okay. All right. So she's responding to him. She is responding and she's like, "No, you know, I'm still mad at you. I don't want to talk about this. Um, I'm just going to walk cool off and then maybe I'll end up at my parents' house. Maybe I'll come home because her parents lived in the area too." Okay. Uh, he still doesn't know where she is though cuz she didn't want him to like come pick her up or anything like that. Sounds like she's still pissed. Yeah. So I don't know what the fight was about. I couldn't find that, but Okay. She's not happy. Um, and then he's still pleading with her. He's like, Hey, like, please just come back to the apartment. Like, we don't even have to talk. Just come back to the apartment. And then, uh, she sends one last text and says goodbye and turned her, or we don't know if she turned her phone off, but her phone got turned off. Okay. This is where it starts to get a little rough. (laughs) Okay. Um, so Cameron gets that last text of goodbye, and then every time he keeps trying to call her, because he's still trying to convince her to come home. It's going to voicemail Straight or to voicemail. Okay. Um, so then Cameron's like, well, there's nothing really I can do. She'll cool off and she'll come back. So he goes to sleep. He wakes up the next morning. So we're on Sunday now. Okay. The 24th of July. Yeah. I don't think I could sleep. Yeah, if I don't. That were the case. I don't know how well he slept or if this was normal. No, I don't know. So. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to sleep if that were the case. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, so when he wakes up, she still hadn't come back to the apartment that night, and so he call Cameron calls Kaylee's mom, Julie. Okay. And then after speaking with Kaylee's mom, he learns that she didn't go to her parents' house the night before, and she didn't come home to the apartment. Not great. Not great, but she did have a shift at her uh, dental place she worked at. In the morning? In the morning. That morning? That morning, on Sunday. Uh, So him and the mom called the dental place, and turns out she did not show up for work either. (sighs) I could have guessed that one. (laughs) I could have guessed that one. That's That's not good. Yeah. So since she, her mom hadn't heard from her, her boyfriend hadn't heard from her, and um, she didn't show up for work. They go to the police and they file a missing persons report. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so there was an extensive search for her in and around the Bend area, but they couldn't find Kaylee. Okay. Well, that sucks. Yeah, right. They couldn't find her. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. So obviously they go to the spouse or like the significant other, the police do. Like that's their first suspect. Right. And well, mind what you. about her friends? Did anybody talk to her friends about it? Like, where where were her friends? She was just with the friends. No, but Cameron picked her up. Right, I know. But then did she go to them? Oh, no. No one has seen her. 
Not okay. None of her friends have seen her. Yeah, either. none of her friends have seen her. Her boyfriend, her mom, nobody has seen her. Okay. And so they they suspect Cameron right off the bat, just because he is the significant other. And again, everything uh, I've told as you. As did I, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was the last one to see her that we know of, right? right? He picked Kaylee up and then no one saw her again. And right, every, so that, okay, go ahead. No, I was just saying that, that this story, he is, that's just his word at this point that we're talking about. Yeah. Like the whole fight, everything. Like, I don't know where she is. Yeah. So the whole fight, everything, we're getting all that from Cameron, like the text messages and the calls align with it, but we're getting all of this backstory from the night before from Cameron. So the police are like, eh. Well, yeah. Are you lying? I am right now. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Cameron is the one that called 911. I do have his 911 call. Should we play it? Or do you want to just link it in the show notes? Yeah, we'll just link it. Okay. But he called that night or what? No, or he when? called. That's when him and uh, the mom called. In, oh, okay. In the okay. morning. Okay. So on Sunday. All right. So they searched all of Sunday, could not find her. Like, everyone is looking. The police are looking, the friends, the boyfriend, the mom. And the police have, like, that side eye on the boyfriend, right? Yep, yep. Um, so let's fast forward to Monday, like the next day. And we're going to veer off for a second. Okay. We're going to introduce some new people into this. So Isabel Ponce Laura shows up to the Richmond Police Department in Oregon. It's about three and a half-ish hours northwest of Bend. Okay. So this lady shows up to this police department around noon on Monday and says uh, that her husband, Edwin, had confessed to murdering a woman on Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Plot uh, twist. All right, yeah, okay. So she, all right. Yeah, so this lady just shows up to this police department. She's just some random lady. Uh. Well, she's... Uh, actually a police officer in in Bend, Oregon. She had just gotten the job. She's a police officer and her husband, you said? Uh, so she's a police officer in Bend, Oregon. Uh-huh. Like she had just gotten that job. Yeah. And she shows up to the police department where they live in Richmond and says, my husband told me he killed a woman. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm Okay. So a little bit about Edwin. He is a 26-year-old security officer. This is the husband. This is Isabel's, Isabel's husband. husband. Yes. Okay. Uh, so he is a security officer for Central Oregon Community College. Does that oh, sound familiar? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. where she's a student. Well, boom. There you go. Case closed. Like, that's what... Okay. But you need the nitty-gritty. Okay. And you don't know if... Like, the boyfriend... You never know. No, I feel like I do now. <laughs> um, so he worked the night shift as a security officer for the campus. Yeah. And everything was fine. His last shift that he had worked was Saturday night into Sunday morning. Okay. Everything was fine. This is Isabel's account of what happened. Okay. okay. Uh, so Edwin worked Saturday night into Sunday and everything was fine. They woke up on Sunday morning. They went to church. And then she noticed he had been like a little bit extra quiet and a little bit off. But yeah, as as one does, you know, after they murder someone. Well, she doesn't know that yet. Well, yeah, he but hasn't it's told just, her. That's, all right, yeah. Hey, Edwin, are you feeling off? What's what's going on? Uh, I killed I killed somebody. Well, actually, they had been having marital problems, and oh, she didn't want to fight. 
Isabel didn't want to fight with Edwin, so she didn't ask him like what was wrong. She did not want to start a fight. (laughs) Okay. So she was like, maybe it'll go away. Maybe he'll talk to me, whatever it is. Well, I bet she didn't expect that was the, the case. Well, by Sunday evening, so that was Sunday morning, she was like, hmm, something's off with Edwin, but I'm not going to ask because I don't want to have a fight, right? Okay. So by Sunday evening, he seemed back to his normal self. She thought it was just a fluke. They watched a movie. Monday morning, however, she got up enough gall or whatever. She had it in her to ask him questions and say, hey, why were you being weird? What's going on? What's your problem, Edwin? Yeah, what's your problem? (laughs) What's your deal, man? Let's have it out. Uh, so after questioning him, Edwin broke down and did tell her he said uh, that he had killed a woman by hitting her with his car in the early hours of Sunday. Oh, okay. And he had hid her body far away. Okay. So uh, this, so what he's saying is that it's an accident, right? He's saying he accidentally ran over somebody. Well, he said he killed a woman by hitting her with his car and then hid the body. Right. That's not... Yeah, that's the weird part. But, that That's but the part that's it, definitely not accidental. You don't accidentally hide a body. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> but he is he saying that he accidentally hit her with his car? Like, he hit her with his car, and then that scared the shit out of him, and then he hid the body. Is that what we're saying here? I think see, it didn't really say. It just said that he had killed a woman by hitting her with his car. Okay. Um, and, okay, and then he put the body somewhere. And then he hid the body somewhere. Uh, just pin in that question, though. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah, I figured there'd be something there. All right. Um, so Edwin, after saying that, yep. Edwin told Isabel that he had to leave the house. So he takes Isabel's 9mm pistol, their Nissan Altima, and left. What? After this, after he just confessed to that? Yes. He's like, okay, I'm taking your gun and the car. I got to go. Yes. However, he did say one more thing before he left. Okay. Uh, That the woman's things that he had hit, her things are in the shed in their backyard garden area. Okay. He goes, hey, I I killed this woman by running her over. I hid her body. Her stuff is in the garden shed in our backyard. I need to leave. Takes the gun, the car, and goes. What a fucking weird morning. On a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, Mondays suck, man. That's weird. It's terrible. (laughs) It's not, yeah. I mean, all of it is terrible, but... Yeah, but that's just, that's weird. The whole thing's weird. It's very strange. That's a very weird interaction. Yep. And so being a new police officer herself, she knew she had to report this right away, so she (laughs) should... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As one does when your husband confesses to murder. Yeah. Um, So this is when... Like, now we're back on track. This is when she shows up at the police station and tells the officers everything that she had been told by Edwin okay. that morning. Got it. So, obviously, police are like, okay, we need to check all of this out. And then they go, they get a search warrant and stuff, um, and search the garden shed and the home. So, when searching the home and the shed, police did find a white bag inside the shed. Okay. It did contain a pair of high heels, a purse... That had a wallet, passport, credit cards in it, uh-huh. um, a blood-stained rock, as well as a clump of hair. The shoes and purse belonged to Kaylee, and they matched her description from that night. Ah, fuck. Police also found inside the home Edwin's work boots that he wore to work, and they had blood on them. 
Okay, well then, I mean, that's all tied up with a bow. He's like, here's all, all the shit. Well, Edwin left. Yeah. So they have to find Edwin now. Well, he's not going to stick around, probably. Yeah, he left. We'll get there. We'll get to what he's doing. We're actually mm-hmm. doing that right now. Okay, good. So during this time, while they're searching the shed and Isabel went to the police station, Edwin hightailed it out. So he had driven to his parents' house in Redmond, okay. which is a little further north, I think, than Richmond. If I remember right. Okay. Um, and swap and to his parents' house. Yeah. Swap cars with them. Like, so he took the Nissan from his home to his parents' home. Yeah, and then he took one of his parents' cars. Yep. He took a Subaru Legacy. Interesting. Wonder why or how he explained that to them. I don't know what the explanation was. He just said, hey, I need to take this car. Okay. Like, I need to switch out cars. Um, And then, so, he... Goes off and takes the Subaru Legacy and continues driving. We'll follow back up with him in a second. Okay. Uh, when the police did find the Nissan on Tuesday, though, they discovered that the trunk had a large, mi- a large amount of dried blood, as well as the rear bumper had blood and a chunk of hair on it. So I don't know if his parents just didn't look at the car or what was going on. Okay. The rear bumper. Okay. Yes. The rear bumper Okay. had blood and hair on it. And then the trunk had a large amount of blood on the inside. Okay. Um, so back to Edwin in the Subaru. He drove to Salem, Oregon, which is a little more west than kind of the area we've been in. Okay. And he parks the car in a parking lot at a Ross store, like a Ross dress for less. Yep. Um, so it was in that parking lot. He looks around and he sees 19-year-old Andrea Mays. Okay. I didn't expect there to be another per- Is this... Okay, just go we're, ahead. We're still doing the same thing. Same story. <sighs> okay. Um, so he, he sees Andrea Mays. Andrea was sitting in her car, a gold Volvo. Okay. She was just alone. She was actually uploading a selfie onto a social one of her social media accounts. And Edwin just gets in the passenger seat of her car, points his gun at her, and, said, and shouted at her, drive. Holy shit. Okay, so he's switching cars again. He's switching cars again. Now he's, now he's kidnapping a girl. Yes. Basically so, here. So, yes, so he's kidnapping and carjacking because yep. it's her car. Yep. Um, so Edwin made Andrea uh, drive to Northern California, so they drove down the coast. Holy shit. So this is, that's a long drive. It's though. a long drive. Yes. Okay. We're still in Monday at this point. Lock your doors, people. That's some scary shit. You're just sitting there and some asshole jumps in your car. Yeah. If you're ever in your car, even if it's broad daylight, lock your doors. Yeah. Lock your doors, man. Fuck that, dude. Especially when you're at Ross, man. There's some shady ass people at Ross. <laughs> we shop at Ross. Sometimes we shop at Ross. <laughs> We're not shady people. No. But most people. That shop at Ross are shady people. So Edwin made Andrea drive to Northern California. So they're in Northern California now. They end up stopping in a town called Eureka. Eureka. But it's it's spelt Y R E K A. I guess that's how that is then. I'm just gonna say Eureka. That, that's what it is. People will correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yep, that's true. So the only reason they stop there is their car breaks down. The Volvo quits. Okay, so he. Wow. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Recap. So then he, he's. He just made this girl drive. I mean, I don't know how far of a distance that is. And then the car is broken now. So Yeah, so the car is broken now. That's not really looking good. Yeah, so he makes her drive all the way from Redmond, Oregon 
to Eureka. We'll call that. That's how we're saying that. Yeah, I think that's how you should say it. Yeah. So it's about a four and a half hour drive. It's like 400 miles between those two. Okay. So the Volvo quits. They make their way to a motel. They leave the car. He's still taking her with him. Oh, yeah. She's coming along for the ride. Okay. And the walk. That's that's really... Okay. Yeah. She's coming with him. Uh, and Edwin sees this man in the motel parking lot. Uh, the man, his name is Jack Levy. Levi. One of those two. He was standing beside his car. Edwin walks up to him, pulls a gun on him, and attempts to steal the car. And Jack starts yelling for help. Where's the girl? She's with him. She's like off to the side a little. Okay. And Edwin in turn, so Jack is yelling for help. And Edwin being so sane, he shoots Jack in the abdomen and then just leaves with the girl. Leaves with Andrea. She shoot, He shoots him and then he still takes the girl with him too? Yeah. And he doesn't take Jack's car because Jack was yelling for help. He didn't take his car? Nope. Well, how do you get, he just... What, he just he walks off. Oh, he didn't take the car? No. Nope. He, he just walks off? Yeah. Well, the Volvo is broke. They're in a motel parking lot and he shot Jack and Jack was yelling for help. So he shoots Jack and then him and Andrea leave. Mm, that's pretty scary. I don't know. That just seems like that's crazy. Situation. It's not fun times. That's a crazy situation. Yes. Okay. Uh, Edwin does manage to steal a car though. A little bit later on, he does steal the car he steals has a woman and her two teen grandsons in the car. The man that they were traveling with, like another family member, was inside at the gas station. This just seems like there's so many people. Like, that's a lot of people he keeps doing shit. He's in just front of. Is, this, is he a big guy? Is this guy like huge and intimidating looking or something? I don't think so. He because looks a little chunky, but I didn't look up how tall he was or anything. Because, like, dude, if there's that many people. But he has a gun. Around him. Yeah, I understand that. But how many people are you gonna get with the gun like you know what i mean like how many people when you try to carjack a car full of people with a gun i don't know and he's got the andrea girl with him mm -hmm. still and she's scared because he well, took no her yeah, from sure. a different state and Good who Lord. knows what they talked about during that drive yeah that's weird all right um it just seems like a lot it is a lot um this car now has edwin andrea the girl from oregon that he kidnapped yeah uh, this woman and two teenagers. Holy shit. Is he going to hijack a bus next? <laughs> if he's going to take all these people with him, he's going to need a bus soon. Right. So he tells the people in the car, the woman and the two teens, he says, hey, I need to tell you this story. And they're like, no, please just let us out. Don't tell us the story. I don't. We don't care. Like, just let us out. Yeah. So he tells them anyway. And the, <laughs> st the story that he says, he goes, I killed a girl in Bend. He also mentions he has an urge to kill, quote unquote, and that he shot a man in Eureka. Okay. After the dreadful story that they got, he drops his unwilling passengers, except Andrea, on the side of the road and sped down the highway with Andrea still in tow with him. Now, mind you, she is unwilling during all of this, but he is a man with a gun. Well, no shit, but why, why couldn't he have just left her by, back there? He has an urge to kill. Well, what the fuck? Why'd he leave? That's just, just... Let her go, too, you asshole. What are you doing? Yeah. God, well, that poor just, girl. Jesus Christ. That's super unfair to her. She's 19, too. 19 mm -hmm. and all of this is happening. He's like 26. Yep. Okay. So remember, she was posting a picture to social media earlier when he picked her up, right? Yeah. Uh, so he, Edwin asks Andrea, he goes, hey, will you open up your phone and take a video of me? He told her to post it to Facebook with the title, quote, murderer on the loose and kidnapped, end quote. Holy shit. You know what? I think I may have actually heard about this before. It was pretty recent. I and don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
what else happens or anything, but I just remember something about the the posting of the video or something yeah. like that. So yeah, go on. Go so on. she does this and it's a, it's a pretty short video. However, in the video, Edwin is the one speaking the whole time like she's just the camera lady. He speaks about all of his crimes. He apologizes and asks police to not shoot him. Okay. So this is kind of nearing the end-ish evening on Monday, the 25th. Okay. Oh, and by the way, when Isabel came in to tell all the police about Edwin, the boyfriend Cameron was no longer a suspect. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that cleared that part up. Yep. Forgot to put that in. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, so early Tuesday morning, around like 6.30, 6.40 in the morning, Edwin calls 911 himself. Okay. So are they still driving? Yes. They're driving down Cali. Okay. He tells the operator who he is and that he has kidnapped a girl, shot a man, stolen a few cars, um, that he is wanted for murder, and he had a 9mm and a bulletproof vest on. Okay. Did he have a bulletproof vest on? Yes. We will get to that. Oh my God. This guy's a fucking loony. What is happening? Yeah. What the hell is going on? It's like, you know... I don't know. He's okay. Whatever. Go ahead. This is like one of those movies where you see something happen and you're like, that can't be real. Like you went over the line. That's too dramatic. That would never happen. Sounds ridiculous. This is happening. Okay. So after a high speed chase, police catch up with Edwin around Redding, California. They pull him over and arrest him. They don't shoot him. Okay. To his happiness, I guess. Yeah. Woohoo. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, So they take him back to be interrogated. He confesses to everything. He confesses to Kaylee's murder, to kidnapping and carjacking Andrea, to shooting Jack in California, to carjacking that family at the gas station. Yeah. Well, he could have done all, you know, he could have just went to them in the first place. Then he spiraled out of control and made a giant fucking mess and hurt more people. He's an asshole. He is. He's terrible. He's an asshole. So during his interrogation, Edwin... How do you get a bulletproof vest? Is he a security guard? Is that how he has it? He's a security officer, yeah, at the community college. We will get to that, though. There's something about that. There's a problem that arises with that exact thing, and we will get into that. Okay. So during his interrogation, Edwin states, oh, this this is a horrible thing. Okay. Like, it's just so shitty. Okay, what does he say? So he says, quote, So I think all throughout my life I have struggled with somehow the urge to kill, but what has helped me not develop that, in a sense, is when I married my wife. End quote. Okay. So he said, like, to me, he's saying that he's a shitty person and he wants to do terrible things. The only reason he hasn't is because his wife. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. I'm sure that'll make her feel awesome. Well, remember, they were having marital troubles. Yeah, well, it's not her fault that you're an asshole. No. So, And you know. it's not her fault to keep you in line either. Yeah. Yep. Or it's not her, like... Yeah, it's not her responsibility. That one. To, yeah, that's just an asshole thing to say. This guy's an asshole. He I is. can't stop saying that he's an asshole. He just, he just does asshole things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally wrote in here, I roll next to that. Good Lord. So. Okay. So after the confession, uh, he does say where to find Kaylee's body. They find her body on the side of Highway 126, and it's literally just on the side of the road, uh, which is terrible. Uh, The autopsy is performed. Her cause of death is listed as blunt force trauma. Okay, so what does that mean? Uh, So that just means that something that wasn't sharp, so like a bat or a guitar. Okay, but like a car. It, it, It could be a car bumper, yes. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. 
So it's tracking with what he had told his wife. Okay. However, there were other things found in the autopsy. No, no, don't tell me that. Yes. No. If we don't put a trigger warning before this point, we will, are putting one in here now. Okay. So this is a, tr okay. It gets a little rough for a second. Uh, so other things found in the autopsy were evidence of strangulation, multiple skull fractures, and signs of sexual assault. Uh, defensive wounds were also found, giving evidence to that Kaylee fought for her life during this and un was unsuccessful. Okay. So, so that right there tells me, okay. This whole, I hit her with the car thing. At first, it sounded like he was trying to say it was some accident, and he, maybe he got freaked out or something. He's like, accidentally hit this girl with his car, and then he flipped out, and he's like, oh, shit, now i got to hide the body. Mm -hmm. That's clearly not the case. If she's, all this other stuff, that's way too much. But even just the defensive that she fought for her life. That, yeah, the that, defensive wounds. That doesn't, that doesn't, he didn't just hit her with his car. This no. guy's a, a piece of shit. Yeah, no, he did not. Yeah, so that was all found in the autopsy. So if we backtrack a little bit, Edwin had this obsession with a known murderer, Angel Resendez Ramirez, which we'll cover them later on too because they're kind of interesting. During the search of the garden shed back a couple days ago, mind yeah. you, this is only Tuesday and she went missing Saturday night. Yeah. This is all within a span of yeah, that's pretty 72 quick. hours. Yeah, that's... Not very much time. No. So during that search, police did find a school project type poster board that Edwin had done a while back on the murderer, Angel Ramirez. Edwin had even personally noted that Angel always killed with, quote, a blunt force trauma. He used weapons of opportunity that were found at the scene, end quote. So what, that was his school project, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he had just kept it. He was always obsessed with this uh, murderer. Um, did, if we, you, did we mention how old this guy was? How he's old 26. is he? He's Okay, so he's only 26. That's yes. pretty young. Yeah. Okay. But if you think about it, so the way... So Edwin is obsessed with this Angel guy, and Angel killed with a blunt force trauma. He used weapons of opportunity that were found at the scene. And if you think about what is found with Kaylee's case, there's a rock. There's a rock, yeah. And her cause of death was blunt, blunt force trauma. <sighs> So let's get into his version of what happened that night. Oh, I am I am dying to hear this. I'm I'm so excited to hear what this asshole has to say. Because mind you, he has confessed to her murder. Yep. Now we just get the explanation. Okay. So he says, I was at work the night that I murdered Kaylee. He says that he saw her walking alone. He noted in his twisted head that his security officer vehicle, it was really similar to like an SUV type police okay. style okay. vehicle that he drove around campus he noted in his head that that had an enclosed cage in the back of the car which meant that there was no way she would have been able to escape if he got her back there oh my god does he go on to say where he grabbed her like he saw her walking alone where on the campus or or what because she was in the car i thought yeah so there and then she, she what she walked away from the car while she was cooling off when they were fighting Yes. Is that what happened? Yes. And so their apartment was actually pretty close to campus. It was, it was just technically off campus. Okay. So she's so her, walking around the campus. Yeah. So her okay. walking on campus is not like a weird thing or she didn't walk for a, mil oh, she didn't a million walk miles far. or anything. Got yeah. it. Uh, he attacked and murdered her using a rock to strike her with. He then put her body in the trunk of his car before disposing of the body. <sighs> Jesus. And then if we go to like the sentencing and trial of everything he was accused and charged with sexual assault as well as the murder 
However, it was hard to prove after um, he recanted his statement. Like, he recanted his confession. He was like, oh, no, no, I lied about that whole thing. Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he said that. So he put in a plea of not guilty for everything, even the murder, because he recanted everything. Are you kidding me? Nope. What do you think is going to happen, man? Yeah. What do you... Dude, you're, you're toast, sir. You're done. So the prosecutor did go to him with a plea deal because he didn't want to go to trial on that very slim off chance of he won't get charged. Right. So the prosecutor did approach him with a plea deal and say, hey, if you plead guilty to everything, we'll take death off the table and you'll just get life. Okay. And then currently this trial is just for the murder and sexual assault of Kaylee. It's not any of the other stuff that he had done. Yeah, it's not shooting, shooting the guy abducting the girl, stealing multiple cars. It's none of that. It's none of that. It's just these two charges. Okay. He refused to plead guilty to the sexual assault as part of the plea deal. And the prosecutor just really wanted to put him in there for life and wanted to put him away and not deal with it again. Good. Uh, So they said, okay, if you plead guilty to murder, we will not charge you with the sexual assault. So stupid. Yep. So they decided not to pursue a sexual assault conviction uh, in order to avoid that death penalty, that harsher sentence. Okay. And then, so he does get a life sentence for that. Okay. And Possibility then, of parole? Without. 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 Woohoo! There is a glimmer of hope. Um, Good. And then when he is charged with the kidnapping and the carjacking and the shooting, he does get another life sentence for that. Oh, he gets another life he sentence. He has two life sentences. He is serving out, I want to say it's concurrently. Well... Uh, and Jack, by the way, the man he shot, he survived. Oh, good. Excellent. So there are happier things at the end of this tunnel. Jesus. Good thing, man. Keep him in there. Mm-hmm. Asshole. And then, so what happened about the bulletproof vest? What we yeah, we're coming yeah, back yeah, to yeah, that yeah. now. Okay. Okay. So this all happened in 2016. And in 2017, Julie, Kaylee's mom, sued the community college for having their security officers look so police-like with the bulletproof vest, the SUVs, everything like that. Like maybe Kaylee thought she was safe coming to this guy. And that was definitely not the case. Well, there had been a couple instances in the past few years. I think there was one actually like eight months before, six or eight months before Kaylee's murder, where security officers at this community college had been found to be impersonating law enforcement officers just to gain authority and power over college students that's interesting so uh kaylee's family sues they actually do a settlement in 2018 for two million dollars the community college and their lawyers kept saying this won't bring your daughter back yeah no shit uh don't you know and then let's see what did she say about it she said it really good well that's a dick thing to say why Mm -hmm. would you you don't even you don't have to say anything like that Yeah, and she said, I know nothing will bring her back, but this will give me a little bit of closure for you guys realizing what you had done wrong. So go, Mom. Yeah. Yeah, kiss kiss my... That's so rude. Mm -hmm. What the fuck, man? Yeah. But the... um, I'm just surprised that the... So this guy, what does his record look like? Is he clean? Like, he was just clean all the way through up until that point or did he have other other shit in there so was he I, weird or, or not like i don't understand obviously he was weird but he was definitely not. weird uh so i didn't see anything that said he had a criminal past but when they looked into his background and like his family and friends 
they all said, oh, yeah, this makes sense. He always used to talk about murders. He was obsessed with murders, especially if they were blunt force trauma or weapons of opportunity murders. Uh, he was fascinated with dead bodies, always wanted to come across one and things like that. What the fuck? So they were like, this guy's weird. But, but he, he, had, had, he hadn't done anything criminal up until Not that, that point. I could find, no. Hmm. Uh, but after he murdered Kaylee, shit went out the window. He did carjackings, he did kidnapping, he did shooting. Yeah, no, like, that was just like a three-day spiral of uh, just crazy nonsense. Oh, all of that happened in 24 hours. Oh, minus yeah, I guess you're Kaylee's right. murder. You're right. So Kaylee's murder happened in the early hours of Sunday. And then all of this happened most of Monday. Because remember, he turned himself in around 6 a.m. on Tuesday. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Turned himself in and confessed to everything. And then he said, oh, actually, I'm just kidding. Yeah, pretty much. Well, sucks for you. Have a, have a, have a good rest of your life, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after Kaylee's murder, the Oregon Senate did unanimously pass SB 576, which is also known as Kaylee's Law. Uh, the bill was carried by Senator Tim Knopp and is focused on an overall security reform. It helps better define police forces from campus security forces. Okay. So that also came from the lawsuit. Okay. So that's so there, just like what different uniforms and vehicles yeah. and things like that mm-hmm. so you so, can identify them? Yeah. So making them known that they are different. Okay. And then so at one point Edwin did actually write a letter to Kaylee's parents. I can't imagine what he would have to say to them. I'm going to read it, it, it to you. It would better just be, sorry, I'm a piece of shit. I, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. I don't I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going to read you I bits and pieces of it. Some of it's blurred out, but... I can't imagine receiving that. Yeah. So it's written in chicken scratch on, like, you know, those mini memo pads that just ripped out papers. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's writing it from, from prison, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As far as I know, yeah. He says, quote, This note is to say that I am sorry for taking her life. To her dad, I'm sorry. To her mom, I'm sorry. It was an accident. She screamed. What? Oh, we're not done. The place I killed her is on the B12 lot. Run her over on College Way. And I had to silence her. My intention was not forever. To my wife, I'm sorry. I will forever love you, Edwin Lara. Wow. And it's just like a three-piece, like, heat chicken scratch, wrote it down real quick kind of thing. Oh, my God. Did he have any mental issues? Not that I could find. It was just he was... Just the way he was writing this, it makes me think, like, what the hell is that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, But Julie did have something to say to him from this letter the mom she said quote you have failed to silence her i'll always be the mother of a murder victim but your mother will always be the mother of a murderer and a rapist end quote oh my god wow julie's killing it yeah holy cow wow that like gave me goosebumps i was like wow good for you that's that's oh and sorry so i guess he actually left the note in his car so he wrote it before the police got to him oh okay yeah sorry well, that doesn't really explain the, i don't care i don't care what it's, it, it doesn't make it any better nope good for her though mm. that's a really good way to say it yeah and then andrea mays also had something to say at his hearing the girl he kidnapped the 19 year old yeah she said you thought you stole your my life from me but i am not a victim i'm a survivor i'm a warrior i'm stronger than i've ever been and you're going to rot where you belong 
Good, good, yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, she she was like, what the hell was he even doing with her? That's crazy. He that just was a took bunch her of, He just took the, her. He, he just kept taking her with him. Yep. That's crazy. I'm yep. glad that she survived, though. Me too. That that could have been way worse. Yeah. That's fucking... And then, so... This guy is a weird one. Yeah, it is super weird. Uh, so fast forward to 2021, right? This happened in 2016. Yeah. I couldn't find anything from this year, so we're going with the 2021 news. Uh, Edwin Lara... Yeah. ...has been deemed extremely dangerous and forever a threat to society. Mm-hmm. So there is probably no way he's going to get out oh darn it Mm -hmm. good so yeah so he is still locked up um everyone's doing as okay as they could be good everybody can sleep a little better tonight Mm -hmm. knowing that piece of shit's not out there yep pretty much and that that's the murder of kaylee ann sawyer and the idiotic actions of Edwin Lara. And then here is what he looks like. We'll post this too, but. Looks like, oh, man. Yeah, okay. He, I don't know. He's. Right? I don't know. Like he, looks, he, just, he just looks like an asshole to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I, that's. I know. It's weird though, because he doesn't look like he's that intimidated. It's weird. And then uh, Kaylee's family did start a little organization in her honor. She loved books and reading. So they started a fundraiser called KK's. And then they actually get a bunch of books and donate them to like foster homes and families and kids and everything like that. Because Kaylee loved to read. So that's good. In that on a little lighter note. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, that is it. Do we? Do, is that still happening? That thing? Yeah, they still do that. Oh, okay. Do they take money? I'm not sure. We can definitely link uh, their website in the show notes. Yeah, we'll do that. That's wow. Yeah, that was a whirlwind. That was not at all what I thought was going to happen. Like I thought this this episode was going to be like ten minutes long after when you started telling me the story because I, I wrongfully thought it was the boyfriend immediately, just like the police would, I guess. But yeah. holy shit, what a what a crazy crazy road crazy journey that was yeah no and i mean when i started researching it i thought it was going to be super short too like cut and dry because at first i was like oh it's the boyfriend oh it's this guy we're done and then he goes on a 24-hour just a rampage just crime a bunch of rampage non- yeah nonsense thing. just wrecking as many lives as he can mm. i am glad he didn't kill anybody else though during yeah. that me too well that was a crazy one that it was Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed that, tune in next week for another crazy episode. New episodes drop every Thursday. You can find Late Night Murder on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts from.